Hi, and welcome back to Mingus on Tech. I'm Ken Mingus, Executive Editor at Computer World. I'm here with Windows expert Preston Grala. We're going to talk about Fall Creators Update. It's that time of year. Great. Thanks, Preston, for being here. Um, you know, Windows 10, Fall Creators Update. I hate that name, by the way. I, you know, I know it's fall, and I know it's an update. No creators, though. No creators. <laughs> I don't get the creators thing. So I always, Two out of three I always stumble over that. But uh, <laughs> FCU, um, obviously, it's, it's out now. Microsoft is gradually rolling it out to uh, Windows 10 users. And I just wanted to talk to you for a few minutes about some of the things that uh, maybe some good things, some bad things, and some of the, the features in the, in the update that people may not know about. So uh, do we want to do good news first or bad? Let's go good news first, I, I guess. I think good news is good. Good news yeah. is always good. All yeah. right. So, uh, so all right. Windows 10, I've updated my machine to Windows 10 Fall Creators Update. A couple of things maybe that uh, I may not know about that are going to be good for me. One thing you won't see a lot of but is really good, which is security. They built a lot of security under the hood, which obviously is necessary considering all the ransomware and malware attacks on yeah. there. Um, there's something called Windows Defender Exploit Guard that has been, they've taken a lot of features from Enterprise, yep. built it right into Windows itself. A lot of good things you won't see, but a lot less exploits are going to be able to get through you, so that's good. Okay. Another good thing they've done is there is an ancient networking pro protocol called SMB1 which is the most insecure protocol <laughs> in the world. Windows knows it. Everybody knows it. Uh, I mean, Microsoft knows it. Yeah. Um, that's why WannaCry sped, spread so well. It's why Petya sped so well. So in the update, SMB1 is gone. They finally got rid of it. Sort of. Oh, okay. <laughs> what yes. happens is... But wait, if, there's more. Yes. If you actually do the update yourself... SMB is going to stay in there. It hasn't been removed. But all new PCs, okay. SMB1 is removed. Now you say big deal. But in fact, it is a big deal because that'll make it less likely that SMB1 attacks will spread because there'll be fewer of them out You're there. You're gradually quarantining the whole Windows 10 ecosystem, basically, with, new, with the new systems. That's exactly right. Okay. And of course, IT is going to say, well, if the new PCs don't have SMB1, we really better finally cut it off. Okay. So that's great. There's also something called um, controlled folders access. All right. And this is something individuals can turn on and turn off. What that allows you to do is protect folders on your PC, like your documents and all those others, so that no applications can access it except ones that are legitimate ones, like Office and things like that. So ransomware comes onto your PC. It tries to encrypt your hard disk. Yep. It can't do it to the folders you want. So you can do this folder by folder? Yeah, you could do either documents and everything underneath it and add ones, or you could even go through and say this folder, not that folder, this folder, not that folder. And do you specify which applications have access to the, the documents or the files that you have in each of those protected folders? Yeah, it's a whitelist. So it comes with an existing whitelist, okay. and only things on the whitelist get through. You can add to the whitelist. Obviously, a blacklist that you could add wouldn't make sense because you're not going to know what's attacking right. you. That's the whole point. Right. Okay. So you're, you're saying these are okay. This, these apps are okay. These are the, uh, the folders, files, and documents to protect. 
and then uh, sit back and let Windows protect you. That's it. Theoretically. Theoretically. Now, of course, we know there's always a cat and mouse game, so maybe at some point somebody is able to attack it, then Microsoft resolves it. But the point is, it's a really good thing to finally have. You know, it's interesting, too. I was just thinking about the, you know, to back up a point, the SMB1 thing. I wonder if, in some ways, that's a bit of a, a nudge from Microsoft to get companies to upgrade their computers to the new and better protected oh. <laughs> uh, Windows 10 machines that'll be on the market. You know, that's an nudge, interesting nudge, point. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. You know? Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, if you're thinking enterprises and if they're, right. you know, if maybe they haven't upgraded for whatever reason, um, that might be one little extra incentive. Right. Now, of course, enterprises still have ways to turn off SMB1 themselves. Right. So there is a way for them to do that enterprise-wide. But you're right. I think this could be an additional nudge. Okay. So serious security mm-hmm. updates and upgrades in there that right. you may not notice, although it sounds like the the the, uh, the folder protection thing is something that uh, w- would people be able to find that fairly easily? The ability to you know protect those folders and files, or yeah, go down into settings and security and controlled or folder access. You'll see it there. It's right there. Yeah, it's not um it's not turned on by default. Okay, but you can turn it on yourself. It's really pretty easy to do. Okay, so that's one thumb up. All right. right, our next thumb up would be uh, OneDrive. Dun, dun, dun. OneDrive has a really nice addition to it now. Okay, uh, OneDrive is Microsoft's cloud storage, and uh, it's a really nice service. It's free. It works really well. Integrates great with Windows, with Office. Is there a limit on the amount of storage you get? Yeah, I don't remember what it is. You could pay to get more than the initial yeah. if you want. Okay, but also, you know, if you um, if you do a subscription to Office, which is the best way to get Office, yep. you know, you automatically get a lot more too. Okay. So it gives it's pretty good. It gives you a lot. What they've done though is one problem with OneDrive of course is that if you have a lot of PCs, you have a desktop, you have a laptop, you want to get a cheap laptop, one of the problems there is that that laptop may not have a big enough hard disk to hold everything. Right. So what you could do now in OneDrive is you can basically say, these are the only folders I want stored on this PC, but you still see your entire OneDrive. So now you're, you're out. You're out of your office. You're out of your home. And uh, you go to a coffee shop and you want to work. You start working. And there are some files that you don't have, but you could see them. You is it sort of seamless, basically? You don't really need to know that one's in the cloud on, on OneDrive and one is actually on your hard disk? You're, you're shown so that you know. Okay. But it's still, if you go into File Explorer, your entire OneDrive is listed there. If you go into Office and want to open a file, your entire OneDrive is there. But you'll see a little icon. One icon says it's local. One icon says it's in the cloud. Yep. But then you handle it like you normally would. Even if it's in the cloud, just open it in Word, Opens for and saves work the same as they always would. And then it's on your PC at that point. Mm-hmm. Now, the other nice thing about this is it also allows you to go through folders and in individual files. And if you have them on your PC, say, keep it in the cloud, get rid of it on my PC. So you can really free up a lot of hard disk space. I mean, I tried it. I, I freed up hundreds of megabytes of hard disk space. And no glitches, and, no problems? It worked as it, it as expected? Absolutely. It worked really like a charm. The only issue, of course, is if you're outside internet access, right. you're not going to be able to do that. So what you should do is if you know you're going to be away from the internet, you could just download those files ahead of time. And then it's on your, your disk and you can use it whether you've got yeah. internet access or not. Exactly. All right, so two thumbs up. One for storage. Right. One for, well, well, yes, cloud storage, I guess you'd say, and mm-hmm. one for security. Right. So some bad news, perhaps. Yes. As with every update, with every operating system, you know, there's it's a mix. Um, mm-hmm. So what's what's going not so well? What's what's not good about Windows 10? Well, let's start, start off with the perennial edge, uh, the browser. Do people still use that? 
I've heard people do. I've never met anybody, but but I've heard that it people seems still to be do. losing steam very quickly to Google uh, to, to to Google oh, yeah. Chrome, you know. But uh, anyway. with good reason, and uh, Microsoft doesn't seem to know what to do about it. Yeah. So I mean, in this update, they did a few things that are okay. For example, you could out now manage your favorites a little bit better, so yeah. you could actually use folders, something that every other browser has had forever, yeah. um, but at least it does it now. You could pin um, websites to your taskbar and open to them, something that Internet Explorer had and Edge didn't have, yeah. that Chrome and every other browser has. And um, if you're uh, using PDFs, you can mark them up, and if you're using an ebook, you can mark it up. Okay. Not great, right? Yeah. So why is this one of the worst features? Because they didn't address the big issue, which is extensions 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 add-ons where add -ons. are they they're not there again i mean th th this has been a perennial issue what's going on do we know no, we well microsoft thinks it could buy its way it, it's paying people to write extensions yeah. but but it's not worth it because so few people use edge right. and it's again the chicken it's, and egg okay, issue yeah. it's the downward spiral if you've got fewer exactly people right. fewer developers fewer add-ons right. and it just sort of continues to go down the tubes but if i were microsoft i'd be putting money and time into that rather than marking up pdfs and yeah. marking up ebooks yeah. and stuff like that so um i, I mean i don't see any hope for it because you think Edge will eventually just sort of be there as kind of a shell browser that because obviously Microsoft feels like it should have something there, right? right. But it it really doesn't sound like they're devoting a lot of of uh, development time to really improving it. And the odd thing is that if you look at market share of Edge, it's been dropping. It's yeah. the default browser, yeah. and yet it continues to drop, which is obviously which is a surprising issue. given the number of Windows machines that are out there. I know this is you know once once Microsoft decreed that people would move, you you will move to Edge, whether you want to or not. Right. And people said, no, we'll just we'll just go to Chrome, and more or less. And I guess maybe there's a smattering of people that are uh, using Firefox, but right. I would think most of it's going it's to Chrome. Chrome. It's Chrome. All right, so, so Edge is kind of two thumbs down because they didn't do enough with it, and they're just watching it go away. That's absolutely right. All right, and, uh, and, and our final, our, our other mm -hmm. two thumbs down is for what? Well, the big thing is working with um, iOS and Android. Um, yep. Microsoft finally is killing Windows Phone. Finally, finally, or finally. It's, <laughs> or mean, it's just dying of, it's, a, of its own accord. <laughs> right, yeah. But anyway, it's dying. It's yeah. going, yeah. Well, and Microsoft has said no new features. That's right. it. Fixing yeah. bugs, but essentially it's dead. Yeah. And Microsoft has known this for a while, and so they know they have to tie Windows 10 to some mobile operating system. So they said, let's target iOS and Android. Right, which for makes good sense, reason. yeah. Right. Um, so initially what they were going to do in Windows 10, this update, is you were going to be able to, let's say you're working on a Word file on your iOS or Android device. Yep. When you go to your PC, that file would be open and ready for you. And you could just seamlessly work between the two. Right. Uh, didn't make it in. This sounds very much like uh, Apple's continuity feature. Yes. Continuity and handoff between yes. devices. That's okay. exactly right. Okay. The exact same idea. Yeah. The problem is that Microsoft couldn't figure out how to do it. <laughs> oh, so it's on. not in there. It's not in there at all or it just, well, just doesn't work? Well, there is. it's mainly not in there. There's okay. a smaller feature okay. that allows you to send a URL to your PC. Yeah. So if you're browsing... Yeah. And you say, I want to open this in my PC. When I'm back in my PC, tap it. Yeah. Sends the URL to your PC. And theoretically, you could open in your PC. Okay. In practice, it's not very good. 
Number one problem is that I couldn't always get it to work. <clears throat> Let me just. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was just, I, you know, I was just thinking because I mean, not only is that not really like continuity or handoff where you can do documents and things like that. I mean, this is very minimal. Being able oh. to being able to send a URL to right. your desktop. Wow, you know. I know. Twenty ten called and wants its technology back. Uh, exactly, it's, and it doesn't always work. And it doesn't even always. And it, okay. With, sometimes it works, and then we just talked about Ed. So here's even maybe the biggest issue. Yeah. When you open it, guess what it opens in? Edge. Even if your default is Chrome. Okay. Really? Yes. Wait, so you've designated Chrome as your default on your desktop yes. in Windows 10. Yes. You are successfully able to get a URL from your iOS or Android device to your desktop yep. in Windows 10, mm -hmm. and yet it's going to open it up in Edge anyway. There you go. No way to change that? No. This may be Microsoft's answer to how to get Edge more popular, but... But obviously, that's not going to happen. I don't think force-feeding people is the way to do it. Uh, tell Microsoft that. Yeah, We've well. seen it in the past. But, um, yeah, I, I would assume that in future, future versions, this has to get fixed. Yeah. Because with no Windows Phone, the you've world got, is You've got to have the desktop connected to mobile devices. Yes. Whether it's your mobile device, when it obviously won't be now, right. or iOS or Android. That's right. Did they promise to have this kind of... Um, feature and then they just backed away from it as we got closer to the final release or yes and now they, they microsoft never actually promises okay. anything but they talk about it and say it will probably be there okay and then as it got closer they just they couldn't do it you i know, don't know why it's interesting and this this is sort of related it's not really a thumbs down or a thumbs up but uh I, I believe i had seen a story a couple stories a week or two ago that Microsoft is pushing out versions of Edge for iOS and Android. Did I read that correctly? Does that ring any bells? You know, I can't remember. Now, there was some sort of beta. Me. There was some sort of beta oh, program yeah. yes. that you could sign up. I don't. I don't know why you would want <laughs> Edge. I, I don't intend to install Edge on my mm -hmm. iOS device, but uh, that it was. You know, and it's interesting because again, it's like since this mobile to desktop thing is supposed to be there but really isn't maybe this is some other way that microsoft thinks it can push edge adoption by getting it on android devices but I, i'm sure devices. that's what they're trying to do but i don't think many people are going to do it like you said i mean the browser is bad enough in windows why are you going to use it on ios or android <laughs> a bad experience made mobile all right so so what's what's the feature that this handoff feature called in windows 10 you know there's no formal name oh, for it of course it's not. just sort of the, oh and by the way what you also have to do is you have to install an add-in to Android or to iOS in order to use it. it. won't. It's not built directly into there. So, you know, like when you have iOS, you have the share, you know, yeah. so you, what happens, you have to first install this little add-in. Then when you tap on share, that will be show up as one of the options you can use. Then you hit that option and then you say send it. That sounds kludgy. It is. It's a kludge. It is. All right. So, so in reverse order, our, our two bads and two goods for Windows 10, now that it's rolling out, be aware of this. This is going to be on your desktop soon if you're a Windows user. Um, we've got the continuity type feature, which isn't named and doesn't really work, but you know might be able to allow you to send a URL to your desktop from your mobile device. Right. We've got Edge, which continues to lose steam to Google Chrome and doesn't have any add-ons or you know the add-ons that it needs to grow. On the upside, we've got much better uh, cloud storage. What's that? What's that feature called again? OneDrive. OneDrive. Oh well, yeah, it's, OneDrive. It's built into OneDrive it's built now. Into OneDrive now, and uh, and bolstered security, which is which, as you know, we should say, is a big deal. That that's is important. a big deal. Yeah. That is a big. I mean, that's probably even though you won't notice it, and even though people won't be talking about it, I think that in fact is the biggest deal of all.
Okay. So if nothing else, that's a good reason to upgrade. Uh, any other thoughts on Windows 10 before I let you go? Uh, you know, it's... Uh, Last words of advice for people before they update? You know, it's worth the update. You're not going to see much new. It's not great. It happens twice a year. This is the wave of the future for Windows. Uh, twice a year, minor updates, and then every once in a while, some big bang new version of it. Okay, great. All right. Um, so that's it, Preston. Thanks for stopping by to give me the update on uh, Windows 10 Fall Creators <laughs> Update. Uh, for now, that's a wrap. 